Well, hello there, talk teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. If you live in the good old U.S. of A, aka the United States, and happen to be listening to this episode right when it airs because, you know, you follow directions and have subscribed to our podcast, so episodes download automatically for you, then happy Thanksgiving. We wanted to do a little fun, chatty episode, so we're going to play this or that. But first, let's hear some TSHs. And these are actually going to be from us. So Bridget, I'll let you kick us off. Okay. Currently, right now, my biggest TSH (laughs) is that I, okay, guys, please don't judge me. I'm going to sense judgment here. I have really been getting back into like crafts. Okay. Okay, so like I, I, I've been really enjoying because it's very calming. It gives me away from a device. I, I notice that I'm watching the screen, like I'm on a screen a lot more during the day. So my eyes just need a break. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I have been felting. Okay. Which I'm showing Michelle, my, my little pumpkins that I felted. Oh, they're so cute. They're little oh. pumpkins that I felted. Um, and I'm going to make them oh. into like a woven art. Oh, aren't they cute? They're adorable. But this world of felting is like a whole thing. Like it's really, really cool. And like you can like felt animals and like all the things. So this has currently been my my TSH. Like it just kind of consumes my time because I it's so satisfying. Um, can can. Okay. You want listen, me to make you a pumpkin? Listen, here's what I was going to say. We're 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 going to be sending Christmas gifts to each other <laughs> for a December episode. Can I request that that is included as one of my gifts, please? I mean, I don't know. We'll see. It doesn't have to be pumpkins, but like something decor-wise. Look how little. Look how They're look at this. So one. This one's cute. my favorite. Isn't it cute? So felting <sighs> is my TSH right now. Um okay. and also was my money sucking <laughs> your money sucking hurdle. <laughs> money sucking your hurdle. MSH. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so much fun and I've really been enjoying it. I like crafts. You know me. Yeah. I'm a crafter. Yeah. That's that's ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, why? Well, because um, as I mentioned, like us getting Christmas gifts, I told uh-huh. Bridget when I saw her for my birthday that like I've already ordered all of her stuff for Christmas. I'm just mm. waiting on some things to get here. But ironically before you even said this one of your gifts is kind of geared toward like crafting so I I feel validated with that I really do well and it's crazy because I feel like I've done a lot of different types of crafts so yeah another one is gonna be have you seen these paint by sticker it's a sticker lady they're stickers so they're like these stickers and then what you do let me see one that's finished so this one's done very cool. Okay. And it's, it's you, you grab the sticker in the back and you find the page that it's supposed to go with. And then you put the sticker on the number that it's supposed to go on and it creates a picture. So instead of a paint or color by number, it's you're just taking stickers. It's very okay. satisfying. Very, it's, very satisfying. I like that it has kind of a mosaic look to it. Yes. Which is cool. Yeah. Very nice. It's very satisfying. So my TSH is also an MSH, um, but it is not oh, fun. <laughs> and you are you already know, but I'll fill you in. So for anyone who's listening, we have had some house uh. debacle issues. There's been multiple things, but our most recent one, um, we had a hailstorm come through 
and it was mm, golf ball size hail. So not like the biggest hail, because I know there were other areas that got like tennis ball size hail, but pretty significant hail. And it went on for a while. A lot of hail storms will be like a couple minutes and then it's done. This was like an hour of constant. And at the time we were like, oh, it's great. Like we didn't have any major damage. Our our cars, we had some some little dents and, and things, but that's to be expected. But we're like, oh, this is great. Okay, fast forward like a week. And we had this really big thunderstorm come through, like torrential downpour rain. So the next morning I get up, I come into my office. I'm like, why is the floor wet? And then I look up at the ceiling and I'm like, okay, the ceiling's leaking. That's not good. Um, So within literally like a four, yeah, like it was a super fast time period. Within about four hours, the ceiling went from, you could just see a little tiny spot where it was like dripping water to the entire thing fell in, like, like came down yes yeah guys um her floor was a hot mess (laughs) yeah I I sent the I sent a video to Bridget of me like opening the door to my office and I mean it was just insulation drywall everywhere with this huge hole in the ceiling which Bridget let me open up Skype so that I can actually like I only have the little version of you but I can't see me yeah so I'm gonna tilt up (gasps) so (laughs) yeah it's it's glorious um so bad the funny thing, though, is I have delivered like two different PDs in this room, but I just keep the camera frame down so no one yep, can see no it. No one can see it. But no one will ever know. With How that, know? <laughs> they're not going to know. Uh, with that, there has been, you know, then we that same day, we had to have an insurance guy come out or not insurance. I'm sorry. We had to have a roofing guy come out to repair the roof because I sent Bridget a picture there were these super dark clouds and I'm like oh no not more rain not more rain this is not good so they came out and patched that part of the roof then we had to reach out to insurance which they got back to us um and you know it's not going to cover the whole cost of like replacing the roof and and fixing that hole in the ceiling but it at least helps but you know that's a whole process because the adjuster has to come out and check it out and then you have to wait several days and send over paperwork and like all that stuff but we finally got the money so now the next step is the roofing company is going to come out we're replacing the entire roof because it's the original roof for the house it just needs to get replaced and then we will get the roof or ceiling replaced in my office but every day when I walk in here like another little piece of insulation will fall and I like pick it up off the ground and I'm like oh gosh but right now my standing desk I had to move everything because once it started leaking I just had a bad feeling so my standing desk is now up against the wall which is kind of awkward I don't I don't love it being there but it is what it is um so that's been my time sucking hurdle slash money sucking hurdle way worse (laughs) it's less fun that's for sure that is for sure so oh my gosh. that being said, I am ready for a fun episode. And that's what this one is going to be. Hallelujah. So we are doing a like this or that, which is also sometimes called like a would you rather. But basically you get two choices. I always loved playing this with my students because I would get them like up and moving. So I would designate like one side of the room for one thing and the other mm-hmm. side for the other. And they'd like run back and forth or I'd have them use like hand signals. So it was like, okay, do this. If you're choosing this one, do this. If you're choosing that one and it made it more fun. 
Yeah, same lady. I feel like I would always do the theme ones. So I would every month, like as you know, the holidays would move along or the seasons would end up changing. We would do these for like morning activities. And it was the same idea, just like you. It was like on one side, you would move and then on the other side. And the kids loved them. But what's so funny is that now I do it with like staff to get them up and moving and just kind of like, oh, I didn't know you liked this. And I didn't know that I, you know what I mean? It yeah. just is like a great conversation starter and it's so fun. So I just love how it's like a f- full circle moment right here. <laughs> yeah. And I always loved with my students, I would give them two like really bad yeah. options. It and would like be teetering. Yeah. And <laughs> it was funny hearing them try to like come up with explanations for why they chose what they did. And I just think that could be a lot of fun. But what I will say is these are all pretty much like fun ones. Like we didn't really make any hard ones. Um, but we don't really have a plan. So okay, do we, here's my thought. Go for my it. Thought? I, yes. My thought was that one of us could do the first part. And then after the break, the other person can like lead the second part. Perfect. I'll let you choose. Okay. All right. So I will kick us off first then. Okay. All right. So we're going to just jump into this and then I'm going to start us off with the two different options. Michelle will answer and then I will answer and we'll just kind of keep going from there. All right, guys. That's okay. how we're playing this. Um. So first thing. Ham or turkey? Okay, turkey. We were never ham at Thanksgiving people. We would have ham for like Easter. And my sister used to eat the middle of the ham bone and it grossed me out. So I'm picking turkey. I know, right? It's disgusting. What about you? Okay, turkey because my dad is Muslim. So gotcha. That makes sense. You know, ham, pork is never a thing (laughs) in our family. (laughs) It's never a thing. Okay. Okay. Next one, stuffing or dressing, which is kind of funny that I'm reading this right now because I'm like, what's the difference? Well, okay. I'm glad we're having this conversation because growing up, we always called it dressing. Now for Thanksgiving, we would have two different kinds of dressing. We would have oyster dressing because my grandfather especially loved oyster dressing and like being from the Eastern shore and everything like that was just a thing. And then we would have sausage dressing. Now, once Billy and I met, all of a sudden he was like, what do you, what do you mean dressing? Like, what is that? And I think there is a difference, but I think the term stuffing came from people that would actually like stuff it inside of the turkey. That's never been what we've done. We've always made it in a pan, but it's essentially stuffing. We just have always called it dressing. But then on Billy's side of the family, his mom's side, they're in like the Wyoming, Pennsylvania area. And so they would have a lot of like Pennsylvania Dutch kind of traditions. And they would have something that they called filling, which was like a potato dish so it wasn't mashed potato it was almost like a combination of mashed potatoes and stuffing is like the best way for me to describe it but it but they wouldn't then have mashed potatoes or like stuffing they would just have like the filling which was kind of like the two of them it's interesting that is very interesting so which do you prefer between what the dressing and the filling or yeah. yeah 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 um so I like I like my classic mashed potatoes, so I would rather have dressing and then mashed potatoes. Okay. okay. But between stuffing and dressing, like in my mind, those have always kind of been the same thing. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so for me growing up, bless my Mexican mother, because she <laughs> made 
I guess, stuffing or dressing, whatever you want to call it, from a box. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it's like the Thanksgiving you buy the Stove box. Top. Yeah. It was yeah. great. It was delicious. Loved it. And my father-in-law now makes it with inside of the turkey. So if I was to pick one, I would probably pick the one that's inside the turkey. Okay. And I just Googled because I'm like, I, I need to okay. know. And right. it literally says mm-hmm. stuffing is cooked in the cavity of the turkey. So the juices mm-hmm. soak into the ingredients, mm-hmm. making it more flavorful. Dressing gets cooked on its own and needs extra liquid to make it more mm-hmm. flavorful. So yes, okay. that makes sense that we had dressing because we cooked it in a pan. Okay. Okay. I picked the stuffing. All right. Okay. The next one, <laughs> cornbread or rolls? Okay. This is hard because Growing up, we always had rolls. And I will say, my dad makes phenomenal homemade rolls. Oh my gosh, I bet he does. However, I love a good cornbread. We just never really had cornbread. But Billy's Mm. side of the family, his dad's side, they're much more like Southern. And so they would do a lot of like cornbread. Can I have both? (laughs) I guess if I... Of course you would choose both. (laughs) If I had to choose, I'd probably pick like cornbread. Okay. But it's got to be a good cornbread. Okay. You know? I would pick rolls. Okay. But my mom does make a really good jalapeno cornbread. Ooh, yes. Yes. Lady. So good. So good. Um, all right. Mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Okay. I'm picking mashed potatoes. Mashed Again, potatoes, hands down. Favorite dish growing up. But I will say I did not really like sweet potatoes until now that I'm an adult. And I love sweet potatoes now. But as a kid, we had a sweet potato dish that had peaches like cooked into it. And then on top, obviously like the marshmallows and like pecans and stuff like that. But that got me at least okay with eating sweet potatoes because you had marshmallows, anything's going to be better. And you had peaches and made it sweeter. But now I do Mm. love sweet potatoes, but I'm still picking mashed. Well, you know, what's funny is that my NH cafeteria ladies, so those of you who are listening know it, like live in the area that I live in, you know what NH probably is. But the NH ladies at the cafeteria, in the cafeteria, they made a sweet potato with like cinnamon that was really yes. good. That is the only sweet potato I have ever loved. I'm a mashed potato girl through and through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Green beans or corn? <laughs> okay. So childhood me growing up would say corn. However, I've been on a big green bean kick. They were on sale at HEB and I got a big bag of them. <laughs> and even Billy, it's been like a week and he's like, you need to make more of those green beans. Like they were very basic, but yeah. they were very good. So I think I'd pick green beans. I'm going to say green beans. And have you ever made the green beans with bacon fat? So like bacon grease. So like you cook bacon, you yeah. save the grease yeah. and you put it in with the green. Oh my gosh, lady. It's so good. Yeah. That so and good. like, you know, like a typical green bean casserole where it has like the Ooh. cream, cre- I think it's cream of mushroom typically, like yes. soup and then the little French onion things on top. I mean, oh, come on. What's so not to like? Freaking good. <laughs> I'm going to be so hungry after this. All right. I know. <laughs> Pumpkin pie or apple pie? Okay. Once again, I swear, I we did not you plan this. You just love food. Well, yes, I do. Um, so growing up, I did not like pumpkin pie. So I always had my own separate apple pie. I have become much more of a pumpkin pie lover as I've gotten older. Mm. So old me, young me would have chosen apple pie. But now I pick pumpkin pie. But I'll be honest, what I love even more than that is like a pumpkin cheesecake. Ooh. Ooh, wow. So good. All right. I am an apple pie girl through and through. Okay. Apple pie all the way, all the way. All my years of my life, I've always loved an apple pie. Okay. Anything apple, any apple bake, any like apple snack, apple I feel like 
I would have pegged you as a pumpkin pie girly. No. So I'm interested. Okay. Yeah. I will do any, like, even, like, slicing it and, like, baking it with, like, some cinnamon on top. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It makes me so happy. I love to make oatmeal with, like, apples. So I'll I'll cook Mm. the oatmeal and I'll... I'll cook the apples separate in the microwave. I put a bunch of cinnamon cinnamon on them and get them nice and soft and then add it into the oatmeal. And it's really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Leftovers or eat it all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, does anyone actually eat all of it on Thanksgiving? I guess if you prepare a small amount, but no, like I like leftovers. I will say I don't want them to linger a really long time, but Billy and I typically we have like second Thanksgiving dinner. So if we go to my parents, we mm-hmm. eat with them at like five or six. And then we come home and we have like a midnight Thanksgiving dinner again. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um. And then when we go to his mom's family in Pennsylvania, because we have to fly, we can't really take leftovers. But they would eat at like one or two o'clock. And then we would be hungry again by like seven or eight. But we wouldn't have leftovers. So our new tradition when we go to Pennsylvania, this is so bad. But we have found that on Thanksgiving, like nowhere is open. So we would go to Wawa because Wawa. I was literally thinking Wawa right now. Yes, they're open 24 hours. If you're listening to this and you don't know what Wawa is, it's a, a... uh, gas station chain, but they yeah. have good food and stuff. It's like an elevated gas station. It's on like the East coast, mostly like Pennsylvania, uh, Maryland area, but we would go to Wawa and they had these like bowls that were basically like turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce. And we would get that as like a second Thanksgiving dinner. So, oh my yeah, gosh. <laughs> that is so fantastic. Uh, for me, it's always leftovers. I don't honestly, like we eat pretty early as well. I think we're about like a two or three o'clock family. Like we eat our Thanksgiving dinner fairly early, but what we do is like, we will make lots of appetizers, lots Mm. of drinks, lots of appetizers. We snack all through and then we have our dinner. Now what my in-laws do that I love is that we have two things that we do with our leftovers. One is that we make turkey sandwiches. They yes. make it with Old Bay. Okay. Yep. It's yep. fantastic. The second thing that they do is they make turkey enchiladas. Ooh. Okay. So Love we that. will have a another day. Typically, it's the next day. We will do a... So that would be what? Friday? Friday, we would have the turkey sandwiches. And then on Saturday, we would have the turkey enchiladas. Mm, that sounds delightful. Right? I'm, I might need some uh, a recipe for that because I might uh-huh. try that. So we we would also do turkey sandwiches. And that was always my dad loved just like a cold yep. turkey sandwich. And he would love like mustard on it. I, I don't know. Yes. Anyway. And then they would use the rest of the turkey to make like a turkey noodle soup. That was always mm, our like that's a good one. ongoing. Yeah. Nice and simple. But I love the idea of turkey enchiladas. Yeah, Ooh, lady. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break. I might go get a snack. And then when we come back, we will pick up with some more. We promise the rest are not food related. Gobble, gobble. It is November, which means it's also our new planner launch. You can officially grab the January to December digital planners for 2024 in our store at teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store. If you want to get a head start on planning for the new year, you can grab a digital planner 20% off for the first two weeks of November. But 
Also be on the lookout for, you know, maybe a Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday, in case you missed out on that initial discount. Also, don't forget to head to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash mailing list to sign up for our email reminders about sales and planner lunches. We promise you will be thankful you signed up because you never know when we might pop into your inbox with a little surprise. But for now, back to the episode. All right, we're back. And the last few that we have are kind of just general like Thanksgiving, we have some teaching ones, fall ones. It's just a little cornucopia, if you will, of random things. So the first one is host or be a guest for Thanksgiving. So I'm always a guest, but I love being the host. Okay. And you're really, really good at hosting. So that makes sense. I enjoy that. I have never hosted a Thanksgiving, so by default, I have to choose guest, but I will I will say guesting just seems much more enjoyable. <laughs> Typically, when we go to my parents, we'll bring like a dish or something, but yeah, yeah we just we just guest. Everyone in our house, so when we go to my mother-in-law's, because we go to the farm, but everyone has a job, so okay. we all do something. Like, we don't just go and show up and food is ready. No, 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 no. We go like in the morning, we stay all day and everyone has a job that they have to do. So, you know, the kids are making something very specific. Ian does mashed potatoes typically. Blaine does mm. corn. I will typically do like a charcuterie like boards for like appetizers. Yeah. And then I will do table setup and all of that. So okay. everybody has a role in our house. Okay. See, my dad is the cook and he is team get out of my kitchen. So Mm. (laughs) he does not want us around because we just make things harder for him. He wants us to be elsewhere. But yeah, we typically have like snacky things um, and he'll put them not in the kitchen in order to keep us out of the kitchen. And then he does all of the things and like that's his happy place. Like he enjoys doing it. So, okay. So when it comes to in the classroom and I think a lot of teachers don't necessarily have a like Thanksgiving party per se, but you might do like a fall party or even going into like the winter time. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have a teacher planned party? So like you get full control or a parent planned party where you're handing over the reins? Teacher planned party all the way because I'm a control freak. <laughs> Understandable. Yes. Understandable. Yes. I don't think I ever had a fully parent planned party. I never had a parent who was wanting to take on that role, which I don't blame them. But what I will say, the middle ground for me was like, I would plan it, but I would send out for parents to sign up to like bring stuff. And that would make my life much, much easier. I remember one year I did a muffins with mom, um, in my second grade class. So it was like a Mother's Day celebration. And it wasn't limited to just moms. Like we made sure every single person had someone there, like a female in their life. And even like my principal came down and like helped. It it was phenomenal. But each each person that attended, like each adult brought some kind of like a dish or something. So it was almost like a potluck. And I remember one made these like fruit skewers and they had like rainbow colored fruit on it. Like they were so stinking cute. And like that has always worked out really well. That's wonderful. All right. Cyber Monday or Black Friday? Cyber Monday all the way. Yeah. I don't think that many stores though even do traditional Black Friday. I feel like the pendulum is starting to swing the other way where they now open later and later. I know. I know. 
but I think a lot of it now it's available online. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just become an entire weekend. That's mostly like digital, but I'm with you. I'd rather shop online. Yeah. Agree. All right. A full week for fall break or two shorter breaks. And like something we kind of proposed is like a Halloween break. Like, can you imagine not having school on Halloween if it was on a weekday and like the day after? And then also a Thanksgiving break. So right now in the life that I'd live, if I was still teaching, I would probably say two shorter breaks Mm -hmm. because I'm not traveling. Now, back when I was in Alabama, I traveled for Thanksgiving. So Mm -hmm. having that full week off was really, really nice. Yeah, that makes sense. I have never had a like full week for fall break. I've never experienced that. So for me, it was only ever Thanksgiving. It typically was like three days. You got like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and that's all I've ever had. So I think if I had the choice between the two, I would also choose like the two shorter breaks just because it gives you more things to look forward to. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, College football or pro football? College. I'm not really a football person, but if I had to be, college is is my go-to. Okay. See, I'm more, I'm more pro. Like I like NFL. I'll watch NFL games. I don't watch a lot of college football because the college I went to, we weren't like a college football college. Maybe it's because of where I grew up. Well, that's the thing is now that I'm in Texas, uh, even high school football is like a big deal here and living by university of Texas, like UT games are a huge deal. And so I feel like I'm starting to lean more in that way. But for me, it's like, I, you know, follow Washington and and that's about it. Yeah, roll tide. (laughs) All right. Plan the week after Thanksgiving, before you leave for break or during your break. I've been a little bit of both, to be honest. I would probably say plan it before I went on break now. But I have definitely been that teacher that planned during break. Yeah, I've done it both ways, but I know whenever I already had it planned before break started, so nice. I was always so grateful. And I'm so, talking to like even copies, right? Yeah. Copies made everything done, ready to go. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, a bonfire, so like outdoors, or a fireplace in your Lady, house. this one's hard. That's this one's point. really hard. <laughs> I would probably lean towards bonfire because we mm-hmm. do that the most as a family. Yeah. It's scary. They scare the bejesus out of me. But especially when Blink gets super close and I'm like, get away from the fire. Um, But I would probably say bonfire. Yeah, I would as well. So growing up with my birthday in October, I want to say four or five of my birthdays, we did like weenie roasts is what we called them. But it was a bonfire in the backyard and I'd have friends over and we would cook hot dogs and roast marshmallows and all that. So definitely love bonfires. Um. I, I like a good fireplace indoors, but then it's like you got to, if it's a wood burning fireplace, you got to clean it out. The gas ones kind of scare me mm-hmm. just because like gas scares me. I don't know. So I would pick bonfire as well. Yeah. All right. Hot or iced pumpkin spice latte for a long day of teaching. Hot all the way. Yeah. I'm always a hot drink girl. Yeah. I know Even in my the summer, you know what yes. I mean? Same here. And even when it's like 100 degrees, I only drink hot coffee now. But it's funny because I remember my Dunkin' days. I drank a lot of iced coffee, but I have come into my better senses. And I'm, I've am i been a hot coffee girl for like five, six years now. 
I need to share with you this one lady that I started following and she does like she has like this really nice espresso machine but she makes the best looking coffees I have ever seen like they are legit like Starbucks Dunkin like really nice coffees she has like all the the what are the syrups syrups and stuff stuff like that oh my gosh lady okay yeah you'll have to send that to me it's so good (laughs) All right, hayride or corn maze? Corn maze. I love a good corn maze. We do them every single year. I love it. Okay, I don't like either of these because <laughs> hayrides are itchy as all get out and you're getting bumped around and you're like trying not to bump into people. And then corn mazes, I don't like feeling claustrophobic or like not knowing where I'm going or is something around the corner. I don't like that well, either. You would hate because every year we do one where it's like flashlights in the dark. No, nope, so we do. Nope, corn- nope. <laughs> we do a corn maze where you take flashlights and you run in. You have to find your way out Ugh. of the corn maze in the dark. No, thank you. So I guess fun. I would pick Hayride, but I'm wearing pants. But. <laughs> When you when you said corn maze, it reminded me of this like image meme type thing that I saw years ago. Do you remember the guy? He he was the host of those TV commercials for like the Sham Wow and like the um, some of those stuff. His name was Billy Mays. And he ended up I think he passed away from like a heart attack. Rest in peace. But it was a so it was a corn maze. And then it, it was like of his face. And so it said a Billy Maze Maze Maze. Cause like maze like corn and Billy Maze and corn maze. I just that has forever been locked in as a corn memory. So okay. Fall themed this is the last one, by the way. <clears throat> Brace yourself. Fall themed breakout or planning Thanksgiving Day dinner. Now we're talking classroom activities to mm. do with your students. Kindergarten, it would have been a dinner. We always okay. did it. The Thursday before. Always. But upper elementary breakouts all the way. Is that because of the ease of doing them or? Um, no, it's because I like the critical thinking that goes along with it. So okay. getting my students to really think about the puzzles themselves. And I would try to find hard puzzles. But okay. they really enjoyed that. And they would always get treats afterwards. Like I would always okay. have some form of a treat for them to like once they broke out. And even for the kids who really struggled, like I would give them hints as we would go along. But um, I really I love breakouts. I okay. love a good escape room breakouts. It's my favorite. Okay. So, and I do too. I, I love a good breakout. Um, but I would still choose the planning Thanksgiving day dinner because so whenever my team teacher and I, we would do this, especially in like fourth grade, we would go to the store, we'd get all these circulars. And so each kid would get like a legit circular from the grocery store. And I just loved a, the real world application of it. Like it was a very much a real thing. I think it was also very eye opening to the students because a lot of times they're not paying attention to prices of things. And it's so funny when you give them a budget and suddenly they have to start like making sacrifices for their dinner. I just found it very entertaining and it was cool to see them interact with it. And it just was adorable seeing them at their desk with like holding their circulars, like looking for the deals and one kid would find a deal and, you know, the other kid, oh, where, you know, where'd you see that? What page is that on? I really, really enjoyed that. Um, And I think it, it was something that they could then like take home to their family and kind of integrate, you know, hey, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, here's what I did. Like, yeah, I I enjoyed that side. And you know why we ended up choosing the choices that we chose? 
Because you were a math teacher. I was an ELA teacher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's why. true. Yep. So, I mean, and obviously in kindergarten, we like went through, we researched, we learned about it. And like the kids did the same thing, but it was like much smaller. They would like create a, a Thanksgiving list dinner. Yeah, so they would yeah. like cut out the pictures and then they would try to write the words. Like, so w- we did things like that, that kind of led up to this, which was really fun. Gotcha. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective, but you're right. Since I did it as a math activity, they would have like a budget and I had different prompts where it was like, okay, you have this many people coming to your dinner. They had to make sure they had the right amounts up for everything. And then at the end it was like, okay, now you're also inviting these people here. And like, so Mm -hmm. it was all math based. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, everyone, happy Thanksgiving to you if you are living in the in the United States. And if you're not in the United States, hopefully you enjoyed listening to our little uh, this or that or would you rather activity that we just kind of went through. We would love for you to check, uh, take some time and check out the website, teachingonthedouble.com. And there you can check out our store. We have the new 2024 January to December digital planners that are available both in Google and also tablets. And while you're there, you can also submit your time-sucking hurdle. We would love to hear what is it that's sucking up all of your time right now. And if you have some time, subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified when we drop our new episode and leave us a review over on iTunes. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other teachers out there. And we just like hearing from you guys. So we appreciate the time that you spend um, just giving us a little message and, and some feedback. So until next time, be timely, stay organized and be productive. Bye bye. See ya.